1: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies.
2: Ctmobile.com
1: Previously on Grash and Fourier,
2: I will give you a sneaky good, quick little hour and thirty five minute documentary. It's on Netflix. And it's, uh, it's uh,
1: the story. The Boston story. Red Sox nope. 2024.
2: No, no, no. I no. I know where he's going. No, I bet you anything you don't. We are the world. Yeah, damn it.
1: This is Gresh and Fourier. Brown. Tater. Working Bay. Coming back. For a time.
2: Andy Gresh Matt
1: Jones was really liked I think it was just a It was kind of A toxic place People were pointing the fingers And things like that In the locker room Christian Fourier I think if they don't Go with a quarterback If uh, Drake May Or uh, Cal Or uh, Cal Williams Has already taken off the board I think a for sure pick A for sure lock That won't be a bust That's going to do Big things right from The beginning Is Marvin Harrison Jr. Gresh and Fourier Right now Killed Toughness um, Well coached you know, um, Obviously we paid A lot of attention to him He has really good Against some of the top sellers in the week, so i think it just gives us versatility at that at that position.
2: On W E E I. Oh, baby! Mm. Hey, we mm. got some we got some news to stop the show. Oh, we do have breaking news. I don't know about that. I feel but like oh, wait, is this oh, what no, Coop just not, sent us? Uh yes. Oh, you know what we need for that? What's that? Oh, yeah, we got Terp behind that. I need the we got one line, but I don't think Coop actually knows where that one is. You know, because Terp, I feel like it is, it's a hunting expedition. You know, but but we're not big the they're not big game hunting. They're small game hunting. They're um, hunting doves. More money will be spent on migrants in Massachusetts than on the baseball team. We can confirm that., uh, but, uh, the Boston Red Sox have signed reliever Michael Fulmer. This is according to uh, the editor in chief of Metsmerized Mike Mayer. Uh, and uh, let's bury the, let's not bury the lead here. Yeah, at okay. Uh Former is, is uh, out for the entire 2024 season, rehabbing an elbow injury. So the Red wait, Sox. Wait, wait, What? Yeah. We yeah. Got one! Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. That, that, yeah, sorry. turp I will. Premature. I will, I will read. The dude's it. not playing in 2024. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. You're. And thoughts. this was a, I don't have any <laughs> zero. I have absolutely <laughs> zero thoughts. Oh God, he's rehabbing an elbow. This is like you know we're gonna stockpile all these pitchers. We're gonna see, we got the right-handed pitcher, man. We're gonna stockpile all these guys because we're all we worried. We're worried about twenty twenty-five, whatever. I mean, fine. Your thoughts? Um, well, it's about par for the course. Cooper, we can get uh, audio up on uh, Twitch. That'd be great, friend. Um. But listen, I mean, yeah, here's it's, it's what they know. It's not even worth addressing. No, no, it is for, Why? For, for this reason. This guy to UCL, and this is one of those sign and stash guys and hope you get something out of him in 2025 when maybe, just maybe, there might be a little more representative of a team out there in 2025, maybe, maybe. This is the proverbial draft and stash. That's is what the this is the uh equivalent all right. of and I'm amazed they actually like released oh that. My as, God. Like a breaking news. But all right. Hey, listen, you know what? I'm gonna i I'm gonna try. Here's my goal for the 2024 Red Sox season. I'm gonna try Ugh. to be I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try not to be sarcastic. How about that? I'm gonna leave all my sarcasm why on take, the floor. Why take away one of your greatest weapons? <laughs> I feel like feel like uh, I'm not really good at it anyways. Uh, so let me just – I'm not going to be sarcastic. I'm not going to be uh, – I'm going to be positive, energetic, and I'm trying not to gaslight the fans. Uh, yeah, the team will do a good job of yeah, that They'll do uh, it for you. on themselves. So Michael Fulmer is in to rehab this year. Okay. All right. All right. Put him on the list. Happen there up. we go. What today is, Foyer – is NBA trade deadline day and uh chicken nick has got some uh jury duty, yeah. I don't know if it's jury duty or uh standing in front of a jury, but nevertheless, uh, we got old uh Turpy Turp in today and tomorrow. I know, uh, so lots it, of basketball inside well, information from Turp. Well, because here's the thing the Celtics beat the Hawks last night 125 117, and I do have a question for Turp, but we'll get to it in a bit because. Last night, I'm watching the broadcast, and I'm uh, I'm zipping back and forth between, like, the Celtics and the Providence College Seton Hall game, right? So I'm bouncing back and forth, and uh, I don't know, 30 seconds left maybe in the first half, and I hear Scal say, oh, we might have another 70-point half. And sure enough, poor Zingus, top of the key, bingo, bango, hits a three. They got to 71. They also gave up 67 in that half. Yeah, And that's the part that, like, I get it that we love offense and it's scoring and all that kind of stuff, right? And I know the Hawks that play zero defense. They're all pace. I get the opponent, but there's that part of me that is like, damn, you scored 71, but you gave up 67 in the half. And I get it that the Hawks have some players, but there was the part of me that was like, please point that out. Now, in the second half, uh, the defense tightened up. The Celtics did what they needed to do. And uh, I think even Port, excuse me, Porzingis made like a corner three last night. But I don't know. Is there a. I heard Grego this morning on the Greg Hill show being like, why is Joe Missoula all pissy? What's his problem? That's what. Isn't that what coaches have to do on great teams? Like, you guys won a Super Bowl in 03. Everybody knew you were one of the favorites in '04, yeah. And I, there, there are always those people on the outside, Christian, who will be like, "Well, why is Parcells so grumpy? Why is Bill so grumpy? Why is Missoula so grumpy?" Because I think while it's good you scored seventy-one, you gave up a butt ton of points in the first half, and you can't lose sight of that kind of stuff. As soon as you were saying that, the first thing I thought of was how, regardless of how good we played, or and listen, listen, this is for any. Um
1: front runner. High, I would high say,
2: level favorite. Yeah, high yeah. right. Yeah, perfect, right? Um, the coach's toughest job is to uh, is to combat against complacency. So even when it's great, it's never good enough. And and even when you win and it's like you're at the middle of the season and the all-star break is coming up and you're kind of tired and kind of kinda you just need a break and you're playing against a team, another team that you should just beat, you tend to kind of, I don't know just kind of just cruise through the game. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the Hawks. Nobody's worried about the Hawks. They, they're they they're the best team in the NBA for a reason. They started off fast. They're going to end fast. But you're going to have these weeks. You're going to have these games. If they decided that it was the winner take all last night, they would have locked down on defense. Everyone, Everybody would have played hard. Jalen Brown wouldn't have shot like only once in the second half. I mean, it, it's, it's that type of game. So I don't look at it at all as oh, oh this is like this is a warning sign. I don't do that at all and and Missoula, to his credit has to continually find ways to get these guys to the postseason well, because it's almost like the Bruins last year you're so good, you're beating everybody your record's really good. that's where and I you're was like, okay, go. you're already clinched a playoff spot now you've clinched the division now you've clinched the first round all that stuff. I mean, listen, think about it. Last night's game, the two best players on the court were not your two highest paid players. No, it was Derek White and Kristaps yeah. Porzingis so you're like, night. Wow, I mean, that was interesting. With a lot of Tatum mixed in as well. And last night was one of those nights where you could see Tatum's sort of all-around game. However, I don't think Joe Mazzulla can take anything for granted with this team. Let's remember, it was just, what, a week and a half ago that he had talked about well, it's kind of good that we go through this stuff, you know? Like we need to go through some strain to be reminded that we haven't arrived yet. And even when they asked Missoula about, you know, being the standard that people are chasing, and he's like, why? We haven't won nothing around here in like 10 years or or longer. Sorry. Uh and and it's how they lost to the Lakers. So I love it that Missoula is being nitpicky because you have to be with this team. In life, you never assume. In radio, you never assume. In sports, never assume. And I hear what you're saying on the, well, we'll flip the switch and it'll be a 10 seed or whatever. And we'll beat them in three games and move on to the next round. I think that's the thing they have to guard against with this team. Is it the whole not smelling their own farts? No, theory? you're right. And, 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 and that's just... That's this, the and yeah, Flow of the NBA as well. Yeah, and and a like, you know, a good team. Like they're a really good team. Mm-hmm. So they're just so I don't look at it for anything other than a midseason and here's the thing. They won. And did they give up too many points? Absolutely. No, yeah. Absolutely. And, and in the end, the number actually looked okay. They were much better defensively in the second half and responded uh, the way they needed to. So uh, our guy Justin Turpin, Turp here at WEI, Turp WEI on Twitter, right? Did I get that right? No, Justin M. Turpin. Thank you. Uh, so Turp writes WEI.com. Uh, Turp, help us out. Who the hell is Xavier Tillman Sr.?
1: He is a great defender. I can tell you that. He's one of only 14 players in the league with a steal and a blocking game. Really not a ton on the offensive side, but he is a great fit for a team that's really prioritizing defense. So I think this was a no-brainer move for Brad Stevens, and I think it's another good move at the deadline, and if that's it, then they got better. Well, there we go, and that's what I needed
2: from Terp, because Christian, I'm watching last night's game, and uh, you could see how the pieces fit appropriately. Like, I think at times Danny Ainge was of the get talent, get talent, get talent, get talent, and then somebody else has got to coach it up and try to make all the pieces fit. O'Shea Brissett has been great for this team this year. Turp just broke down Xavier Tillman. Okay, you could see his role. We said You and I bicker and have some fun about Sam Hauser. Luke Cornett's been great. I think a part of what makes this team work during the regular season is that you kind of have those guys you can go to and rest people appropriately, and manage games the way you need to, knowing that the rotation is really going to shrink up come the postseason – but I'm just really enjoying the way Brad Stevens has kind of built this roster and what Missoula has been able to do with it through here. What are we at, 50 games or something like that? So, I mean, there's really wasn't anybody of any significance. This is not a wow trade. And what Brad Stevens did, he had so many second-round picks, it was easy for him to peel off a couple to get a guy like Tillman. Two twos, which means nothing. I mean nothing. So he's 6'7", he's about 245 pounds, 250, so he's a big, strong guy. But he's still probably the third, but realistically the fourth big, right? So you got Porzingis, you got Al, you got Cornet, and then it would be him. Well, is he a big or maybe a little more of a wing defender, sort of? How do they end up? Uh, how does uh, Joe Mazzulli use him? I will say this. Brad Stevens has normally been pinpoint in terms of, here's the little bit this team needs to make the roster the best that he can. We know they're dealing with the you know second apron tax and stuff like that. And I do think there is an element of Brad Stevens who maybe would not like to sort of empty the war chest of the rest of the first-round picks that he has to be able to, uh, to move. So there's the latest on the Celtics. And it is trade deadline day. I'm not expecting much from the Celtics' end. If anything, it's a tweak, maybe, kind of like Xavier Tillman Sr. Um, but I must say, I am really excited for tonight's hockey game. And how can you not be? Because Bruins, <clears throat> Tuesday night, they take it on the chin. Yesterday, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, somebody Yesterday, get a cracker. I can. can I get that on a cracker? Really? <laughs> You snorted in the microphone three minutes ago. Wait. No, 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 with no. With a no. giant hawker. That did, went, did you hear that? Oh, yeah. Terp, did you, hear that, Billy, did you hear that? I did hear it, yes. Yeah. Why don't you say something? Well, because I'm a What's nice. What's wrong with you? I'm just I'm a nice. guest. Uh, oh, <laughs> good pull by Turp. But tonight, you get the Bruins coming off a night off against one of, really against their Western Conference counterpart. In terms of uh, overall record in the game. And let's see if Jim Montgomery has that Midas touch. Was the, was yesterday having yesterday off for the Bruins just what the doctor ordered? We'll find out tonight against a really good team. I can't wait. It's going to be a ton of fun. Maybe I got him in the parlay coming up. Ooh. Well, turns uh, in the parlay today. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, and my theory, back on track. Just saying. Oh, back Boy. on track, baby. Back you on track. It. I'm hitting you at least it. 60. I'm at least you, 70% on this theory, by the you, way. You need to. Well, I don't think so, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but least. no, run it by Turp. He's Mr. NBA okay. around here. You got to run that by uh, Turp a little okay. bit later on. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Gresh and Fourier
1: on WEEI.
0: Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime.
2: If you are not listening to us on the vast WEI network, you can always get us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Boston W E E I. You can go to YouTube, type in WEI, click on the live stream right there. Lots of different ways for you to consume this product, including while you're sneaking it in at work on your laptop or... Some other kind of sneaking what, uh, in at work, uh, sneaking in uh, watching the oh, show while you're sneaking trying to in the work. show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a I have a bunch of people. My uh, my dry cleaner. Actually, he's probably watching right now. He always has us Ooh. on it in his uh, in his store on a t- uh, big giant TV. And there you people go, coming in and out, and he watches us on Twitch. I love it. I love it. Some of those people are horrified, but then again, who is going in the middle of the day to get the dry cleaning? I feel like, I like- a lot of people. I feel like that's. Do you think kind dry of- cleaning is a morning and evening situation? I do. Yeah. What p- about the people who you know who like, firemen work at night, police officers? Well, how many firemen are uh, you know? Uh, how many firemen uh, need to get their suits dry cleaned? A lot work a lot of them i when i go in there they Fireman have a little, the little suits to work they have like a uh, they have a um i know uh, they have a their, uniform yeah, it's they like they're not their dress whites like a navy no, guy. but it's like they're yeah it's like the dress they have uniform a, when they're not wearing there, that every day when they when he spins a little thing around Whatever that little thing is, what that conveyor wheel, belt of wheel like clothing, of oh, yeah, the metal thing, all of the right, thing is like click right, and I'm like waiting, yeah, I'm like wait for my like letter to come around. I see lots of uh, police officer uniforms, uh, you know, my police, well, I police, firemen? Firemen? Yes, the police uniform is different than a fire uniform. No, it's, unless I'm on drugs. What are you talking about? They still. Am I on crank today? Hey, thinking somebody that, pull, up that a, pull up a fireman uniform. That the firemen are—they uh, yeah, uniforms dry uniform. cleaners twice a month. Well, I, not like the uniforms. Like none of the outfits they go into the fires. No, with. not right. that. Well, not but the they big have, like a classic like navy yes. blue shirt, yeah. Yes. pants look, yes, and they dry clean it. I, I'm I'm sure they do probably once a year. Why do you think they only have one pair of like? No, they, they they keep wearing it over and over. It's they got to stay clean. They got to go down that pole. Going in that pole and gets not, all greased up. Are, are you and I on a different wavelength today? Those people are wearing stuff that you know protects them in a fire. I'm not, hey, not talking we're going about a- the jacket, but when yeah. they're hanging out, <laughs> I means see like them they were hanging on the. When you're hanging on the firehouse, you have navy yes. like blue, like almost like uh, dacas or like. Yes, oh, like yes. yeah, but those and those the shirt that is like is standard issue by the state. Yeah, we're uh, yeah, like t-shirts. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like brown have, like, or whatever. Yes, yeah, they're not I wish he watches. I wish he would call in. I don't know. I wish he would like. send me a message on twitch <laughs> trophy wives are known for mid-morning dry cleaning pickups or stay at home moms you jerk <laughs> how about that one 603 yeah yeah Gresh, the, the fire guys have a, a blues that they when they they wear at the station yeah uh, how, yeah, I on drugs. how like, about how this? Is this guy yeah, no i'm, I'm not on drugs say, how about no 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 no. <laughs> their work gear's not dry cleaned uh oh bear jesus uh foyer you're on drugs <laughs> not today <laughs> Over the weekend though. Woo rough trip. Are uh Are you gonna be okay today? I feel like you no, have a massive amount of flu. No, in your you know throat. what it is, is that my uh, I had that cold and now I uh, you know like when you're at the end of the cold and it's breaking up or yeah. whatever and you have the cough. It's like you're like getting the rest of it out. Cause I feel way better than I did last week, but I just can't like finish sort of getting everything up and uh and getting it out. I, right. I don't know what it is, but um, I am expecting the lines to light up at 617 779 for if I am to judge what some in the audience have been saying, I would think that Brian Belichick staying would warrant lots of phone calls screaming about how can Mayo keep a Belichick? How can one of the Belichick kids be left around? It's the weaker of the Belichick's. Yeah, but he, still, when you say he's the runt of the litter. Maybe so. when it comes to just but football IQ. Brian and- Brian Belichick is staying here as the safeties coach, <laughs> and Christian. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of think that would bother some people, considering Bill Belichick is now the uh, village idiot in the minds of some fans. It is funny. He's he's. Do you, have you realized that Bill is no longer an idiot? Have you realized that now that the dust has kind of settled on the coaching hires, that you know that all those spots are are filled up, that most people who are commenting on Bill are now saying the exact opposite? Like, like what we were saying yesterday, I can't believe he's not this. I can't believe it, they didn't hire him. He's still the smartest in the building. Why? How stupid are all these other GMs? I mean, it is amazing how it is flipped mm-hmm. as opposed to well, you know, he's out of touch. He doesn't get it. Oh, he wants all the control. Oh, he's he. You can't work with them. It's almost like they tried to. It was like the smear campaign mm-hmm. on this guy. And now that all the jobs are taken, it's okay to compliment Bill. It, it feels like it's safe to go back in the water now to compliment Bill. And it's either ex players, former GMs, GMs that had a connection with them that ran other teams, guys that have no interaction with them whatsoever. Now it's okay to compliment Bill. And what a great guy is. And isn't it a travesty that that he's not coaching anymore? Uh, yeah, I just thought that it would uh, trigger some people and that they would need some ointment on a certain part of their body because there's still a Belichick here. By God, how can that be? Speaking of uh, ointment. Yeah. Can you just scratch this itch for me real quickly? Oh, I mean, can, can go to Chuck and Medfield, please. Can, can go somebody, to Chuck and Medfield. Can somebody get my back scratcher that my pap used to have. Somebody go ahead and just, just right, grab here just here, give here. me on. one. Just wait you wait. Because I'm done with on. the whole four years on drugs. He's Hold on. On. needs to put his I need to dry clean my brain. Hold <laughs> on. There's two. <laughs> there are two people who want to talk about firefighter yeah. gear. Which one do you want Chuck. me to pick? All right. We will what, that was to... my name when I would crank call people. Oh, okay. crank call people. We would one. go to a Chuck in Medfield on yeah. the firefighter on. gear. Go ahead, Chuck. Did you guys just say that my clothes are bought by the state? We have <laughs> to buy those ourselves. No, well, that's the part. That's the only part you picked up. Chuck. No, Chuck, I never said no, that. No, what no, I'm no. what I'm doing is like you guys have like your your dress uniform or whatever, and that might need to be dry clean. But the way Fourier was leading it to sound is that you guys are like, you know, taking your regular stuff in to get dry. No, cleaned. not your firefighter gear that you would go into a burning no. building with, but your daily clothes that you just wear around the, the firehouse. Do you dry clean They're that? On the washer, washing machine at the fire station made a cot. There you go. Do the bougie firemen, do they send theirs to the driver? The bougie firemen. <laughs> Chuck gets rid of those no, bougie they, those, firemen. Those guys, those guys are called cops. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, where are my cops at? Where are my cops at? They wear the polyester. Oh, they the polyester. that is okay. funny. That's well played, right. Chuck. There you go, buddy. Thank you. That was All a good right. zinger there. Hey, right. hey, listen, I don't know if the cops, cops deserve that. I mean, like, go ahead. Give me uh, one more uh, then we'll bail. Uh, oh, now we're one one going Here we go. Hope, if John and Revere is right, this will continue. Or if, if John and, and Revere cap it. it for you. Yeah, go ahead, one more chance yeah chuck's right man He's, you know we pay for that stuff and it's not dry clean all brother. right well again you guys aren't bougie cops are bougie i guess uh, i don't know john thank you buddy we appreciate you and uh listen well, the, the all of the first responders and people like that uh you know keep them in your thoughts all the time oh, because they absolutely. got absolutely they got uh, f- our they firemen should get, they should our get free dry cleaning. what you really should get uh well, and that's the thing. Cops don't have the whole like little kitchen and a house that they live in, and like cots and beds and stuff where they hang out all day and night. So of course they just do their own. They just do their own laundry. Um, and the cops, you know, their stuff is uh, you know a little bit more you know extensive. Now, I somebody's guess. being mean and said Chuck weighs 400 pounds, the <laughs> 774. Now, that is uncalled for, right there. I'll tell you that. E from Brockton is like, I need a cop to get in. <laughs> Drumo in the Twitch chat. Uh, Fourier gaslighting us again. How? Uh, It was a Belichick thing. Most Belichick detractors will freely admit Bill's an incredible coach, but he stunk since 2019. Again, he went to the playoffs in 2021. I just think it's interesting how the the dust settles and suddenly he's a good coach again. Wow! Because there was a wasn't there like a uh, let's go. I'll call it a month. Maybe a month long span, maybe plus or minus a oh, couple yeah. days or whatever, where he was just out of touch, knocked down silos, and he silos, wasn't. And he, yeah, and yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, that knocked Ained down everybody. Sil- like he all created stuff, the yeah. silos, he mm-hmm. created all this dissension in the ranks, and he's to blame for everything. And he had to go. He had to go. How man, we can't keep him around? He's just he's destroying everything. How can he keep a Belichick on staff, Christian? How's this all going to work? I don't know. I mean, maybe he's a plant. Maybe that's a, you know. Like, hey, can Ooh, you do me? A, you know, he's maybe. gathering intelligence yeah. for Mister. <laughs> oh, he's really Thunder's guy. Yeah. Oh, that's what it oh is. there we go. You that's know, what I mean Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be that? Is funny. you, know, your like, dad, you, <laughs> you did a really good job right. of keeping secrets, yeah. but you're not going to do it. You're going to tell Big Bob what he needs to know. Yeah, wouldn't you? Because most coaches, <sighs> when they leave, I'd say a coach. uh Goes to a new team. They always try to find uh, players that they develop that are loyal to them, kind of on the edge of the end of their career, maybe or maybe not, but they want them in their new building as informants. They do. I've talked to so many players mm-hmm. on, on the Patriots team that went to other teams, and they acted as informants to a degree, mm-hmm. right? And But you knew you, you were going to get the right answer that former player that played for the Patriots is now is on another team, understands what it's supposed to look like, how the players should act. And the players have a tendency to lie or to act differently in front of the head coach. So if you really want a true indication of what's really going on, you need a player to tell you. The key is to make sure that nobody knows you're a narc. Oh, and that's got to be hard, right? I think I do because I, I'm not even going to name names. I'll tell you off air. But uh, there was a couple guys that I talked to that went to other teams, and it was kind of just initially, uh, um, you know, described to me that they were identified as a narc before the season even started. Well, I do, and and look, i uh, in part we're poking fun because there was the lazy narrative of Bill hires his kids and he hires his friends, and now we're on to the friends of Elliot Wolf. Yeah, right. Which brings me to Elliot Wolf. Yeah. Have we stopped and thought for maybe just a moment? Because Bill is the end all be all of evil and what was wrong in the minds of a lot of fans, right? What if Bill Belichick has been listening to Elliot Wolf the last two years? What if Elliot Wolf was actually one of the guys that Bill's opinion mattered? And that some of these supposed terrible decisions and things like that. And I think you can parse through some of the draft stuff if you really want to. Or if you just want to do the Bill screwed them all up, then you can go ahead and do that. But no one stopped and thought about what if Elliot Wolf was a voice that was already heard and you ended up with Taquan Thornton and people like that. And now this is the guy that it seems like to be in position to be in charge because even though Elliot Wolf and Macro never had the final say. They were the ones that were serving up the information for either Bill to decide or whatever. So at worst, while they didn't have the power, they were identifying people like Taquan Borton and saying, oh, yeah, this guy can play or whatever. And I just wonder if uh, how much of what has gone on the last two years down there was at least some Elliot Wolf influence That Bill might have either listened to or took into account in making a decision. And I don't know how you can think that wasn't the case. Of course, I I feel like, of course it uh, it was an issue. I feel like all those guys, I think Bill doesn't get enough credit for listening to all those guys that do the work. I think he does. I think he empowers them. I think he likes developing young, talented executives. That's why Scott Pioli never came back. It's also why Scott Pioli has never said a cross word about no. Bill either, because he knows there's a lot of his career that he owes to, to Belichick. Yeah, I think all those guys are like that. But but Pioli could have easily come back, but he wants to develop, and that's what I think Bill prides himself on that. Like grabbing guys when they're young, putting them through like a lot of difficult situations, growing them, teaching them, you know, and then, you know, being proud of them when they go start their own team. So, of course, I think Elliot Wolf, Mac was if um because all those guys do all the work right it's impossible for Bill or any coach to to coach a team during the season manage the roster right and everything that goes on and Scout and like read like I'm doing a scouting report I don't want to know about a junior who may or may not come out who goes to you know plays at Temple so they have to and then and then Bill does his own then he watches it that's it they go here here's the list of guys. We watched them. Check these guys out. They fit the profile. All right. Thank you for that. You know, and then that's it. Or somebody will call Bill and say, hey, can you do me a solid? I have this guy. We've been friends forever. Come check him out. He did that a couple times. I remember uh, some kid that was in some Mac school, like some, I can't, it was like Buffalo or some weird Mac school that nobody, Kent State or something like that, that nobody talks about. That's a very fun little one. Well, I know, but it was, it was one of those small schools that. Yeah. You know, completely irrelevant in the big scheme of things of college football, but somebody owed, owed uh Bill Oldham a favor and went and worked this guy out personally. I just feel like that's a part of this that is kind of flying under the radar or the the real harsh Bill critics just don't want to hear it. Don't want to Do hear you that. Think there's that that a lot of harsh a, critics of Bill now. Um, I mean as oh far yeah. as Oh, I still think they're I I still think they're out there because to me what has to happen is seeing the strain of 2024. What People need to see, I think, for some, they need to see what is about to come to be like, oh, we really had it good. I, I definitely, absolutely, I think there are critics out there, and until you go through a struggle of a 24 season, I think there's just going to be a lot of people that are entrenched that he was wrong, and he was the devil, and he was losing it, and da-da-da, and... Now, we're just going to turn it over to all the guys that were here last year. You know what I think is going to be interesting, though? <laughs> Excuse me. Now, during the season, there was a lot of second guessers when Bill would go for it on fourth down, would or wouldn't kick a field goal. Like that, the whole mentality that he brought in the game, uh, you know, risk adverse in this situation as opposed to the other ones. Like he definitely had a plan. He wasn't just making careless, stupid decisions. Like he had a reason for it and he never got into detail because he didn't want any back and forth. So we Mm -hmm. questioned him and second guessed him and he still wouldn't answer it. That is the aspect when it comes to game man, like managing the game, managing the situation, managing late game situations, more importantly, or even second quarter, three minutes left, how you manage that, how you maximize your chances and your opportunities. You know, just – and what's a good move, what's a stupid move, all that stuff. That is where I think you're going to miss Bill the most. And you're going to see a vast difference between what Bill used to do and how he would handle it and what Mayo will do. It will be a grand canyon of a difference Mm -hmm. unless he has somebody in his ear that is just as, you know – good as bill telling him what to do i feel like right now we're still in the honeymoon phase of the oh it'll be different it'll be fun it'll be new gerard will give good press conference all that kind of stuff and then and now we have breaking news Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Well, we got two trades to uh, get to. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting the Pacers are trading Buddy Heald to the 76ers for Marcus Morris, Furkan Korkmaz, that's a real name, and three, second round picks uh and now to the uh other part of the trade center terp has got this on kelly Olynyk.
1: the utah jazz are finalizing a trade to send kelly Olynyk to the raptors with uh kira lewis Otto porter in the 2024 first round pick
2: wow what's is that is that clearing cap space the uh, Terp, like, that's an interesting move for Utah to be sending that t- to Toronto.
1: It is, and that's a player the Celtics were reportedly interested in is Kelly Olenek. It didn't really see him. It felt like a long shot from the start, but... I don't know exactly what Utah's doing. I think they're kinda know they're not competing this year, trying to clear it up. Uh they must know they're not gonna re sign a who's a free agent this year. Right. So they it was kinda known he was gonna go. It's just a matter of where.
2: Yeah, it makes you wonder with Trader Danny, is he clearing out space for something? Does he have something else in the works? Uh and Toronto is fascinating. They traded OG Ananobi that now they get Kelly O'Linick like I don't know, I, I, I'm sort of struggling sort of what uh, Toronto is trying to do, but the reason we mentioned the Olympic trade really is because there were those connections of Olenek to Boston, and now Olenek is headed to Toronto. So, two teams around the Celtics trying to get a little better. Toronto, it doesn't matter. Buddy Heald to the 76ers will be uh, pretty interesting to see how that goes down. Uh, Nick Saban? To ESPN, no surprise at all. However, the Belichick comparisons still continue. We're going to examine this next.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Grash and Fourier
2: on WEEI. Hey, how about on uh, Twitter here, uh, Fourier? One of our uh, big listeners, Pawtucket Patriot on Twitter who uh, <clears throat> makes a fair point about Brian Belichick. Before we get into uh, Saban and Bill and all that, he says, I'm glad Brian Belichick is still on staff. It gives continuity to the back end of the defense. Mayo and Covington hadn't coached that group, so this allows for Mayo to not have to train someone new on this defense. Now, Brian Belichick is the safeties coach, I do believe, not the defensive backs coach. So I don't know if there will still be someone else added to the staff, It's almost like having somebody that coaches your corners and then somebody that coaches your safeties. But it feels like now, with defenses being specialized in the NFL more than ever before, I don't know if in your day there was almost like a defensive back coach and then a safeties coach. Normally it was one guy who coached the defensive backs because you could teach the concepts of everything. But now it almost feels like safeties – it's almost like having a linebacker coach and having a safety yeah, coach no, now. You're right. I, can, I can't remember if, if they split it up. I want to say they didn't. I didn't think I want to so say the, that that room was always <clears throat> pretty big. It was, uh, you know, secondary coach is what they were just called. It was all-encompassing. Linebackers coach and then D-line. Oh, no, it's D-line then linebackers. So you would have four, right? That's who you would have. D-line, linebackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was still four. No, well, I'm looking yeah. to. Uh, I'm looking to see if they put the uh, the full coaching staff on on Wikipedia. Yeah, here we go. Defensive. No, it was uh, D coordinator. D line was Romeo back in this is 0-3 now. Rob Ryan was outside linebackers. Pepper was inside That's linebackers, and then Mangini was defensive backs. Okay. So That's instead of now outside inside linebackers. Outside, uh, the outside backers are kind of like defensive ends now. I wonder if they're more getting coached maybe by a defensive line coach and the way you would have split inside-outside linebacker is now the way you'd split corner and safety from a coaching standpoint. That is interesting because I always thought that, like, you know, Vrabel was an outside linebacker, McGinnis outside linebacker, Teddy was an inside linebacker. Uh, I always thought that those guys were always in the same room together. Well, it feels like now that – out, again, like outside backer is now more up defensive end, and to me, your safeties and your inside—I it, it, almost wonder if that's where, like, could a could a safeties coach also basically throw Jawan Bentley in there because you're coaching the middle of the field? You know, probably. And there's a, there's got to be now a yeah. lot of cross pollination between yeah. inside linebackers and safeties in terms of the roles and what they're asked to yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a comparison would be. Listen, I'm not a tailback. But I would have to, every now and then, meet with a running backs coach because I would be in the backfield and have to ISO block or something like that or pull somehow, and you would have to kind of understand those rules and those responsibilities. I mean, that's a, that's about as yeah, clear as a comparison. yeah it's make. about is also called being a football player you know true, hey you're, true. In the, you're in the backfield there's an extra guy coming on the blitz and yeah. it's not your guy but your your yeah. your dude dropped you can turn and block that guy so uh nick saban to espn are you surprised i heard shime's lead today what was it very very wordy way of saying saban and belichick have different personalities um i mean huh. And that's, very, why, okay. and that's why, and that's why Sabin is on TV and Bill is not. Or well, whatever. I would say uh, they do and they don't. I mean, there's they still value the same thing. They still, I guess, uh, you know, have a have a I guess a way of coaching. Um, I when I saw this, I was like, wow. If Nick's doing it, I wouldn't be surprised if Bill does it. If Nick Saban is doing it, but also you know Nick did it throughout the year. Uh, he was on Pat McAfee's show, and maybe he needed to be. You know, on TV for recruiting because he can't like just ignore it. You needed to be, you know, you needed to have eyeballs on you to see because the recruits are looking at you. They're watching Pat McAfee, so maybe there's a different aspect there. But Saban's only going to do Saturday, Saturday game day. Yep, he'll do some specials here and there. Um, He won't have the volume of work that a lot of these analysts do. Um, But I can easily see Bill on a panel. And I don't. Why? Why would we think that Bill assumes he's above it? Um, I don't why think it's. He... I don't think it's. I don't think it has anything to do with ego. I think it has everything to do with him protecting his asset. And just what? Uh, which would be the proprietary information he has in his brain? Here is what I mean. Saban's done. He's not going back. Let's also remember that when we evaluate people who are about to go into these gigs and in their next stage of life. There's also thinking about wives, family, stuff like that. Nick Saban's wife, it's been reported that there have been some health issues there. And maybe that's a part of the reason why Coach Saban did what he did. Personality-wise, they're very different. But think about it. If you're Nick Saban and you start talking about scheme and players and this and that, that's not going to hurt him. He's not going back. If Bill's going back to the NFL, why does he want to be the guy sitting on a set saying, yeah, yeah. Here's a little thing that I did a couple years ago that maybe if someone stole, they might be able to get a result as well. Mm. Bill doesn't want to open up the world to national television if he's coming back. I would say. Why do you poo-poo? Coach. coach. I'm like, hey, Coach, Bill has been in the league forever. Yeah. If you don't understand what he likes to do and how he likes to do it, then you shouldn't be in the league because there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of evidence. That, can, that coaches use to game plan. And I would also say this. I think he's slick enough and smart enough, clever enough. And if he wants to hide something, he has a way of going about it. And in most of those shows... It's not, um, like he's not doing edge NFL countdown with South. No, Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. No. But, so it's like, Hey, he, here's what he, happened. But you know, here's, those producers up there, if they get their hands on bill, it's going to be like, Oh my God, tell us the secrets. No, no. And, and I would say, again, I would say you, we're not giving him enough credit to be able to know what he can and what he can't say and how to protect himself. And I think he needs to stay relevant. I think he needs to stay involved in something. What is he going to do? Prepare his master Wait, what, plan what, what for his he, comeback next what, what, year. What is what? I think Bill was going to lose his mind if he is not involved in some way, shape, or form, either as a consultant, either as a, whatever. He's not doing anything. His charitable contributions and his uh, and all foundation, that stuff, his yeah. foundation. Okay, that somebody else runs it. He shows up. Mm-hmm. There's just a guy that is used to using 23 of the 24 hours. For as long as he has suddenly has nothing to do. He is going to do. He is going to go insane. You can't do enough crossword puzzles. You can't listen to enough books on tape. You can't take walks. You can't. None of that. He needs to be involved. And I think the longer he's out, the more he realizes that that's what ex-coaches do. They all do it. Every single one. Good, bad, middle of the road. They all go into TV in some capacity. But it's not ESPN. It's a big network. It's it's Fox. It's CBS. I can guarantee you. Who's the guy that runs uh, Les uh, Moonves? Is that the guy that runs CBS? Oh no. Oh, Who is it? No. Who is it now? He's uh, gone now, right? Oh yeah, Moonves is gone. He's gone. And I don't know where uh, Sean McManus is. That's and the maybe other guy retiring from That's CBS. The other guy. That's the guy I'm thinking of. That's the guy. Why? If so, if some 38 year old is now running CBS. They'd be like, "Oh, Bill's just old. Why do I want him?" Maybe, like possibly some of the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Instead so. Instead of being like, "Hey, come with your fistful of rings on my set," <laughs> if they're willing to put Boomer, Syerson, Phil Sims, J.J. Watt, Nate Burleson, uh, Cower. Uh, if they're if they're putting those guys, um, Jimmy Johnson is his buddy. Nick Saban. These guys are these are their contemporaries. He is going to end up doing something. NBC to me is the landing spot. It's a premier game. I go out there. I take my little clicker. I do a little something. I still watch film. I still like uh, try to game plan for the show. I do the same thing that Tony Dungy used to do, but I do it ten times as, as well as him. And I'm on for maybe 10 to 15 minutes. I hop on a plane. I have something to do. He's not going to be idle. I will put – I I mean – do you think he's going to be completely yes. removed from football? Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I do think all, yeah. every single level. Oh, my God. Oh, no. no way. He won't be removed from football. Well, then, how, well, then what is he going to do? He's going to start to put together his plan to come back for what next is, what, year. What, how much time does that take? Uh, we just sat here talking about how the guy has never had the time to be able to watch college football, to be scouting on his own, to be going out and doing a lot of the work that could lead what to. Work? What, uh, what, what, what work? What do you does he have, what have to work? do? What well, worked is what worked. Does he? have? Nobody's paying him. He's just about, gonna watch, you know. Uh, you know. Well, uh, no, no. He's just games for at, fun. No, he's just gonna sit on his boat, drink beer, and then uh, and then when Jerry Jones Why? calls, he'll be like, "Why yeah, would I'm you watch f- film? All of nothing. Why would you? I guess if that's if he's just addicted to the life." And then, hey, you know, because they all have the same system that all the coaches watch. You want a game? You pull it up, and you have the all twenty-two. You have the sideline copy. He'll have access to why that. Why? Why should I automatically assume he's going to go to TV just because Nick Saban did? Um, first of all, that is kind of Bill's it, got as way far more as, money than Saban. Well, no, yeah, it's pretty close. I don't know. I wouldn't I don't know. Living in Tuscaloosa is pretty good. I got gotcha. you. I would say that, not that it's like a, a identifier to uh, to finalize the decision, but those guys talk. And I do think Bill probably looks at uh, 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 that aspect of football that he hates, that he never cooperated with. But every time he's on TV, he's lovable, he's likable, he's uh, informative. People sit there with their jaw just dropped, just soaking in all the information that he gives. It's so valuable. So any high-level executive that for NBC, CBS, or Fox is going to put a plan that is just tailor-made for him do as much as you want do as little as you want we're gonna pay you we want you to do this but if you don't want to do it let us know he there is no way i just don't understand what he's gonna do with his days like what is he going to do go watch his daughter coach lacrosse go watch his son like coach his son up fly to seattle to watch u-dub so there's no chance he's just a human being No. uh, Gordon Hayward, by the way, is heading to Oklahoma City from Charlotte. That according to Shams Charania from uh, Stadium Network. Well, Gronk's got thoughts on the number three pick. Let's hear this next.